Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. This is Craig McConnell, and we're in the series of hearing a bit of Stacy's heart and some of her new book, Becoming Myself. Stacy, one of the things that um, is striking about you and your walk with God to me is the passion, the exuberance you have for worship, um, for really loving others well, and for rescuing the hearts of others. And I'm just curious, in your own words, describe the journey that you've been on from when we first met, when you were but a teenager, years ago, young in the faith, to who you are now. Your author, your life has real power, impact. How would you describe the journey of Stacy Eldridge from a young believer, young woman, to who and what you are now? Mm. I've come to know grace pretty deeply. When I became a Christian, Craig, back in uh, my college years, it was a rescue of the highest order. Mm. And my yes to Jesus went deep. When I became a Christian, I was living a lifestyle best described underneath a seamy rock. And I lost everything. I lost every friendship, every relationship. So I didn't have anybody. Hmm. But I had Jesus, and I had life. So my yes was real, and my yes was true, and that meant that I wanted to do right by him. Mm-hmm. So my early years as a Christian, I think, could be best defined as trying to find out what that was and doing that. <laughs> so, And I was off. I was really off. I really was focusing on the external, hmm. my behavior, um, looking good then mm-hmm. on the outside. And studying scripture, you know, not just, just, you know, really diving into the word and my big old list of what to stop doing. And I, I think it was about 15 years into my walk when I began to learn that Jesus was more interested in the internal he was all along, but I just didn't have the ears to hear him. What was at that stage in time that kind of prompted or promoted that kind of deeper well, look? It was great. A couple of things were happening at the same time. Um, John was writing the sacred romance, mm-hmm. and particularly the chapter on the beloved, where the curtain gets pulled back about that we are the beloved of God. I thought the beloved was a term that you used in marriage ceremonies. (laughs) Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. That was the only time I heard it. And so hearing and learning that, no, no, what? He loves me? I'm his beloved, chosen, cherished, adored one? Okay, that's crazy. But as I began to entertain that as a possibility, He ran with it and began to reveal it, speaking to me through his word and in my heart about who I am to him. At the same time, I was 
desperately hungry for an encounter with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I knew him. I loved him. My life was his. And I needed to know him better. Mm-hmm. I went to a retreat where this fabulous woman taught about intimate worship. Just sitting at the feet of Jesus, like Mary of Bethany did while Martha was bustling around making dinner, and just listening to Jesus, adoring him, began to learn that my being still and looking at him, just loving him, thanking him, that that was a gift to his heart. Okay, the thought that I could give something back to him is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. So I began to practice times of just worshiping him through fabulous anointed worship or just quietly. And and in those times of just meeting with him or wanting to meet with him, he began to awaken parts in me and reveal his love more deeply to me, to me personally. I always wanted him to be the love of my life, and he kind of was. I think I got him and John a little confused there in those early years, but he is the love of my life. And by pursuing him in that, there's nothing he wants more than to reveal himself as he really is. It's just true, Craig, that the more we get to know him, the more we love him. And then the more we love him, the more we're changed into becoming like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So John writes Sacred Romance, and there's this deepening kind of communion, intimacy, and adoration of God, mm-hmm. and then one book, and then another, and God has you individually, and then as a couple, just on some journey that involves rescuing and going after and offering in a more kind of public, wider circle. Mm-hmm. You know, early on, I was called to women, really passionate about women and and seeing them free to live the lives they're called to live as a, an unbeliever, mm-hmm. um, I well, I thought I would be a lawyer. You know, <sighs> I would bring justice to the world in life that way and um, actively involved in the feminist movement. The director of the women's ministry at my campus said, you know, the late 70s. Uh-huh. So, so really passionate about women's issues. And then... This transformation of knowing that, oh, man, it's for real change to occur, that's at the heart level. Mm-hmm. That's where change really happens. And I've also loved theater. So I've been a teacher from early on. I didn't know that I was, but mm-hmm. I was. And then um, the passion for women, for freedom, for healing, for life, and then – being captured by the love of Jesus more completely, it all just sort of fits together, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the truth is I'm his. And I said a lot of years ago that that if there's stories from my life that I can share that will help other women with theirs, then have at it, God. Mm-hmm. I will share them. And they're not pretty. My story isn't pretty, but most people's aren't. And so rather than keeping those things hidden away or ashamed of them, inviting Jesus in, opening Mm -hmm. him up to the light, receiving healing, forgiveness that's available, and then moving into the life he has for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
well, you've, you're kind of in a, a real shift in your life. You're now an empty nest mom. Boo. <laughs> and you've written this, your, your first book that you've fully authored. What's unfolding? What do you see happening right now with Stacy Eldridge? What's going on? Oh, so much. I was just um, talking with John the other day going that this couldn't be happening in my life in any other season, really, because I'm running. We're running now. <laughs> and I was working full time before. And now I'm really working full time. <laughs> without doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and soccer games and this and that and the other thing and school projects and these meetings, which are wonderful and lead to it. It's a very full life. And that's not a part of my daily realities anymore. I'm still a mother that's still core to who I am, forever my identity, but not taking up so much in the daily hours of my life. So those now are spent more in and investing in other people mm-hmm. in time with God and looking at my Facebook page, <laughs> blogging. Craig, I tell you what I need more than anything else. I need rest. Uh-huh. I need time with God. Yeah. I need more now than I ever did before. Mm-hmm. I have my morning walk with him and prayer time, and that's really good. That's like 30 mm-hmm. to 45 minutes. But that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Haven't you found this? That the more you're pouring out or offering, oh, man. You need more of him. Mm -hmm. I need a lot. Yeah. Let me ask you, um, really, it's a selfish question. And I'm asking because it just does my heart so good. Stacy, describe your God today in this moment. I know you could say a lot, but describe your God this moment. He's better than I thought. Mm -hmm. I've discovered that. I've never stopped saying that. The more I know him, he just gets better. Mm. He's present. God is is right here. He's smiling over you right now, Craig. Mm -hmm. He's happy. He's not overwhelmed. He's not mad at me. He's not disappointed. He's not frustrated. He's got some great stuff in store. Mm. There's just hope and love. He is my strength. But I don't have to strive to get into him. He's welcoming, stunningly gorgeous. I've been raised Catholic, and so whenever I imagine Jesus, I see him in the white robe. I just do. (laughs) John laughs at me, but I do. Okay, guess what? A couple nights ago, I was imagining him, and he was in flannel. Not jammies, but a flannel lumberjack shirt. Just like back in the day, the bluest guys you've ever seen are in Seattle, and there was this great television show. Anyway, he's so handsome and he cares and, and I can impact his heart and I can't do him justice with my words. But this guy, this guy, this love, this friend, this savior, this holy one, this mighty God, this beginning and end and everything in between is worth everything. Hmm. Anything more you want to say I guess I would just want to say to those that are listening, you are loved more in this moment than you could possibly imagine. That is what is true. He sees you. He knows. He understands. 
and Jesus would do it all again for you. You're loved. You're wanted. Just glance his way. Say yes. The book Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You by Stacy Aldridge. You simply must get it at your bookstore and enjoy it deeply, profoundly. A study guide can be picked up along with it for your personal or group of women to use. And check more of what Stacy has to say this day on her Facebook page. We have so many more resources for you, and we hope you'll check it out at ransomheart.com. Thank you, Stacy, and thank you for listening. Hope to share with you again next week.